The following podcast is a Dear Media production. All right. Clean clinical skincare that is equally effective against acne and aging. That is right. We had the founders of ClearStem on our podcast, and they told us about acne products and how they dry and damage the skin, which causes premature aging. But then they said anti-aging products keep breaking everyone out because there's so much shit and fillers in them. So they basically went on a mission to create a non-toxic line that targets acne and wrinkles simultaneously. So one of the founders is like, the acne guru in San Diego. She owns an acne clinic and the other one is a nutritionist. Together they created these incredible formulas. I am a big fan of the sunscreen brush. It's a mineral sunscreen brush. And why I like it is because when I like do my makeup, don't want to apply wet sunscreen on top of my fresh glam. So what I do is I take the mineral sunscreen brush to reapply my sunscreen midday. And what I like about this is yes, it protects my skin. It also has no pore clogging ingredients, which is amazing. But most importantly, there's no hormone disruptors. And it also like if I'm like sweating or like I'm a little like shiny, it gives me a little powder. So it's like has a little tint to it, which I like. But if you're just someone who struggles with acne and you want to find products that are non-toxic and not disrupting your hormones, I would definitely check out ClearStem. They have so many incredible products. Everything is formulated to be anti-aging and anti-acne at the same time. I think it's really cool too that the people that created it are actual practitioners and they really are sticklers for ingredients. Anti-aging, anti-acne, and non-toxic. You can find everything at ClearStem. They give you a code. It's code skin too. You get 20% off your first purchase at clearstemskincare.com. Again, the mineral sunscreen brush, absolutely amazing. And definitely check out their products if you're prone to acne. This episode is brought to you by Kosis. Okay. Do you want the juiciest duo ever? And do you want it for free? Okay. So Kosas has this duo. It's called the Plump Plus Juicy Duo with spray-on serum plus a lip treatment. And it's the perfect combo to complement the Skinny Confidential depuffing and toning products. So here's the deal. For a limited time, you get this duo for free. If you make a purchase of $100 or more on the Skinny Confidential shop site. So you're going to get the Plump Plus Juicy Lip Booster Buttery Treatment. It's a full size and it's this clean buttery treatment and it has fatty acids in it. It's going to give you those full, plumpy, cushiony lips. And then it also comes with the Plump Plus Juicy Vegan Collagen Spray-On Serum. This is a mini and it's a collagen and probiotic serum and it has active ingredients to hydrate the skin. But the best part is, is that this is valued at $45, but you get this for free with any $100 or more purchase on the Skinny Confidential shop site. So you're going to go to shopskinnyconfidential.com and you're going to get a beautiful $45 kit for free. This offer is good until December 13th or why supplies last any $100 or more purchase on the Skinny Confidential shop site. So you're going to go to shopskinnyconfidential.com and you're going to get a beautiful $45 kit for free. Terms and conditions valid through 12, 13, 22, or while supplies last. That's shopskinnyconfidential.com. She's a lifestyle blogger extraordinaire. Fantastic. And he's a serial entrepreneur. A very smart cookie. And now Lauren Everts and Michael Bostick are bringing you along for the ride. Get ready for some major realness. Welcome to the Skinny Confidential. Him and her. Aha. It was so frustrating because I knew something was wrong and I knew it wasn't just part of womanhood. And so I think going to these doctor's appointments and leaving, not even feeling like 
I was being listened to was so frustrating and it took probably seven different doctor's appointments before I found a gynecologist that was even willing to give me an ultrasound and was like, hey, these symptoms that you're telling me about, like, I think you might have PCOS. And now I finally have an answer and a diagnosis. Hello. You guys are so excited for this episode because I saw the shares on Instagram story. That is right. Gracie Norton is on the Skinny Confidential Him and Her podcast today. We are going to tell a story of someone who is struggling and managing her PCOS and hormone imbalance and how she took her health into her own hands and made tiny little changes that made all the difference. She is thriving. Let me tell you, I saw her in person. She has beautiful, clear skin. She's seeing results from her workouts. She's increased her energy, improved her sleep, her mental health, lowered her stress, decreased inflammation, and ultimately she changed her life. And in this episode, she talks us through her story of how she started feeling puffy. She was 30 pounds heavier than she is now. And she was stuck. She had high cortisol. She gets into it and she gives you tangible, easy, tiny little tricks and tips that she made to her own life that have just changed her whole lifestyle. I really like episodes like this because I feel like it inspires me to really be accountable for my own health and be my own guru. This episode had me very invested the entire time. I actually kind of met Gracie on TikTok. We'll talk about that. But before we get into this episode, I do want to let you know we have a live stream. It's called In Your Routine Era with Lauren Bostick and Gracie Norton. So her and I are going to do a free virtual event. It's Tuesday the 13th at 7 p.m. CT. It'll last probably about 45 minutes. And we're going to be talking skincare routine, makeup routine, ride or die beauty products, morning routine, wellness tips, tricks, how to create a nighttime routine, fitness, nutrition, staying healthy, all the things. So if you like this episode, definitely come hang out with us. It's like a happy hour. Gracie and I are going to just talk. We're going to talk products. We're answering your questions, all the things. If you want to sign up, you can go to at the skinny confidential on Instagram and click the link in bio. So easy to sign up. It's free. There's going to be giveaways. It's going to be fun. Again, to hear more from Gracie and I go to the skinny confidential Instagram page and click the link in bio to sign up for our free live stream. On that note, let's hear from Gracie Norton. She's the blogger behind GracieNorton.com. She's a TikToker and an Instagrammer. And we're going to talk about how she took her PCOS symptoms into her own hands and changed her life. You're going to love this episode. Gracie, welcome to the Skinny Confidential, him and her show. This is the Skinny Confidential, him and her. Okay, we have Gracie on the show. I have to tell you, because I didn't tell you off air, how I sort of like found you on TikTok. Yeah, I want to know. I get on TikTok, I'm like new to it, and I'm just trying to be a practitioner and like look at what people are doing and like just trying to get a vibe for it. And you kept popping up on my For You page. And I was like, this girl's so beautiful. I'm sure you hear this all the time. Her voice is so soothing, but you have such good content. And I was like, wow, this is a really rare thing to be beautiful, have a soothing voice, and you're also providing so much value. So I just started to like consume your content and really just fell in love with you as a creator. I was like, I have to get this girl on the podcast. That means so much to me. Thank you. It's all true. And like, I just kind of cold reached out to you and was like, you have to come on. So here you are from Indiana live. Yes. I want you to tell the audience your story. And I want you to start from the very beginning because you you have a real story. So go back to when you were feeling like shit 
And you, you, I mean, this is, at least this is what you say on TikTok. You were feeling like shit and you couldn't figure out what was going on. Right. Yeah. So I really started in college. And at the time, I didn't realize that what I was going through were like the onset of PCOS. And so I had an ovarian cyst that ruptured and it happened again. And I just thought, okay, if it happens after this, I'll get it looked into. But at the time, I just thought "Eh, it will pass. So that was the onset. And then I noticed like my last year in college, I started having trouble digesting foods that I'd been eating my entire life, which was so strange, like healthy foods, like salads, smoothies. I'm like, why am I feeling like so bloated all the time? And it was funny because like my friends would just pop Tums or they would take laxatives. I mean, like that was like the thing to do when you were in college and if you were feeling bloated. And you even said eggs. You were feeling sick yeah. from eggs. Yeah. And so when I really started noticing that, like when my when I had to stop in my tracks with my symptoms and like really take the time to heal was after I'd been living in L.A. for about a year. And so I was surrounded by hustle culture. I started working with American Ninja Warrior and I was a casting director there and we would film at like. We filming would start at midnight. That is not what the job I was expecting you to say. Really? Well, I mean, it's surprising. um, I I don't. Yeah, I don't think I've ever talked about my experience in LA or kind of what I did there. See, I worked for American Ninja Warrior, and I was having so much fun. But I don't think your body can register like good stress from bad stress. You know what I mean? Like it's still stress at the end of the day. And so I worked that job, and then I worked for a production agency, and then after that, I started working for a YouTube channel. And this YouTube channel is called Yes Theory. And the whole entire basis of the show is interacting with strangers. We were filming at 3 a.m. I was jumping out of airplanes with strangers. I mean, the craziest like concepts you could ever imagine. And I was having so much fun. But what I didn't realize was like how much stress was on my body. So it was like the sleepless nights. It was the change in my schedule. And all those things kind of started to compile. And I put it on the back burner. And one morning I woke up and I was like, oh, my gosh, like I really do not feel well. I had gained 30 pounds in three months. I lost my period altogether, but it had been three months of me not even having a cycle to realize, oh my God, I haven't had my period. And then after that, I started losing hair. I was bloating. I couldn't sleep at night. And it was just all those symptoms kind of compiled. And I was like, I have to do something about this. But the hustle culture is so toxic, right? Because it's around you and people kind of use like, I'm so busy as almost like the status symbol. And I look at it and I'm like, yeah, that's great. Because I was in that mindset too. But you're like, what is it really worth? Have you noticed a difference from going to L.A. to Indiana? Oh, because my gosh. L.A. for me was not my frequency. I can totally agree with you. It was at first. It was so fun and it was so new because growing up in Mooresville, Indiana, which is a super small town, I went to college in Indiana as well. And I wouldn't trade it for the world. I loved growing up there and I had such an amazing childhood, but I couldn't wait to get out. So when I got to L.A., it was like I jumped in head first to everything. You know, it wasn't just like I didn't ease into it. And I was out there. I have two siblings, but I was out there by myself. My brother had literally just left. So it was kind of just like everything was new. Everything was fresh. And I was just a yes girl. It was like yes to everything. You know, let me, let me ask you a question and back up a second. Yeah. For the ignorant at the table. What what are the symptoms of PCOS? Yeah. So they can vary from and what is to it women. exactly? So it's called it's polycystic ovarian syndrome. OK. And you can't get it. No, you no, can't no. get it. You can't get it. I just didn't know the acronym. Okay, but sorry, go on. Yeah, so it's polycystic ovarian syndrome, and the symptoms do vary woman to woman. Like I did have polycystic ovaries, but not every woman who has PCOS has polycystic ovaries. And so the symptoms essentially is like it's a hormonal imbalance condition. And so these hormonal imbalances lead to the fatigue, they lead to the weight gain, they lead to, you know, a variety of just uncomfortable symptoms that kind of make women question 
why they're feeling a certain way, but it's really hard to get to the bottom too because anytime you go to, at least for me, this was my experience, I went to several different doctor's appointments and they all kind of just made me feel like these symptoms were just part of womanhood. So like you're you're at this age, like it's normal to skip periods. It's normal that you're gaining weight. Like you're too young to be stressed. Just go get more sleep. And then they would say like, hey, if you're really concerned about your cycle, like we can give you birth control because they thought that that was so there's the no, best like, way. There's no conversation on like prevention. Oh, but it's just also <sighs> to me to just say we can give you birth control is so problematic on so many different levels because to me birth control makes you gain weight yeah it fucks with your hormones and i can say this from my own personal experience yeah. and who even knows what we're like who even knows what exactly birth control is i mean i don't and it also has spirulina lactin in it so a lot of, yeah they'll get people stuck on it if they have acne there's so many things wrong with just being like here's birth control goodbye did you find that that was very frustrating when they're just trying to throw that at you? It was so frustrating because when you when you don't have answers and like, I don't know, I feel like you're probably really in tune with your body too. I knew something was wrong and I knew it wasn't just part of womanhood. And so I think going to these doctor's appointments and leaving feeling not understood and not even feeling like I was being listened to was so frustrating. And it took probably seven different doctor's appointments before I found a gynecologist that was even willing to give me an ultrasound and was like, hey, like these symptoms that you're telling me about, like, I think you might have PCOS. And so she gave me an ultrasound. And that was when she showed me all the cysts on my ovaries. And I was just like, do you, she's like, do you see that? And it was just like, it's a string of like pearls wrapped around each ovary. My ovaries were four times the size of what they were supposed to be. And she's like, you know, after she did my blood work, she's like, you, you know, you do have PCOS. And I was just in shock because I had never heard of it before. And after leaving several doctor's appointments and them just telling me like, oh, just get on birth control. This is normal. Now I have this doctor that's like taking the time to listen. And now I finally have an answer and a diagnosis. If this goes undiagnosed, like let's say someone has this for years and years and they don't know what it happens. Can it screw with you having a baby? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Fertility is like the number one, like that was the number one worry for me. Cause when I first started to go home and kind of educate myself about PCOS, since I didn't know, I was so concerned that I wasn't going to be able to have kids in the future. But what was funny is that my doctor had told me, she goes, you are one of the youngest women I've had in come in here and kind of express her symptoms and talk to me about this because most women don't come in until after they've got off birth control and they're ready to have children. And that's when they get diagnosed with PCOS. Because birth control is basically just like, in my opinion, it's it just puts a bandaid over all these symptoms, right? It's not curing anything at all. So that was what was so frustrating. Even when I didn't know that I had PCOS, looking back on it now, the idea of someone saying like, hey, we can give you this, you know, this will help. This will get your period back on track. It's like, oh my gosh, that just would not have been good for me. But I think you have to look at like the short-term solution versus the long-term solution and which way you want to go, you know? When you're getting this diagnosis, are you simultaneously doing all these high cortisol things in the hustle culture? Is this oh, is this yeah. together? Yeah, and it's I was together. gonna ask you the second part. I was gonna ask you, like, what did, what was driving the stress so much? Yeah, I think all the changes in my lifestyle. I think the fact that I had left Mooresville, went to LA, and like I said, I don't think my body could really distinguish the difference between the good stress and the bad stress. And I think it was kind of just a compilation of all of that. But I was doing the high cortisol, the workouts, and I didn't know because initially when you're gaining all that weight, and I'm sure like you can relate to this as well, in your mind, you think, okay, I should increase my number of workouts. I should try to burn more calories. You just like try to do everything you can and what you've seen in the media. 
that is supposed to help, right? And that was so counterproductive for me. And high cortisol workouts, just to get really granular mm-hmm. to me, and tell me if yours are different, to me is like a Barry's boot camp, being yelled at, loud music. To me, it's dark with the lights going, someone screaming at me, like the towels like going in the air, really like stressful on the body, running. It's it's to me, running sags my tits and my my <laughs> knees. Like just like like to me weightlifting and being a little bit more slower, like Melissa Wood Health vibes is yes. low cortisol. Is that your experience? 100%. Yeah. So I was doing boot camps when I, when I was in LA, a little bit of berries here and there. And as much as I thought, because I grew up, I, I ran track, I danced, and I was I had a very active lifestyle growing up. So I knew what it meant to take care of your wellness and prioritize exercise. So in my mind, I was like, yeah, I need to be doing all these intense workouts. And then when I switched to more of those low cortisol workouts, it was hard for me initially because like I said, you think, you know, the more I'm, the the higher my heart rate is, the better. And then I started doing like hot yoga. I started doing Pilates. I started just going on long walks, a little bit of incline walking. And that really started to transform just like not only the way I felt, but the way I looked too. You show in your TikTok your before photo and and now. What did it look like when you were feeling like that with with your life? And what was the journey to get to where you are now? Like, talk a little bit about that, the in-between. Yeah, so the before photos, that was, to be honest, I don't have many photos at that point because I didn't. I didn't take many. So I do show the ones that I took on my on my TikTok. And you and look when you look at the photo, you can tell that you're uncomfortable in the photo. Like, I was so uncomfortable. Yeah. And I always say this, but it felt like waking like you feel like a stranger in your own body. And there is no worse feeling than waking up and just being like, oh, my gosh, like I don't feel like myself. Who am I? And it kind of started to affect my mental health as well. And that's a whole other obstacle that I had to tackle. But yeah, when I was there and when I was at my worst, I started with, you know, finding the right doctor. And then I'd actually moved back home to Indiana and I found an integrative medicine doctor. And this is when I really started to educate myself on, you know, not only more about PCOS, but the power of nutrition and exercise and full body treatments and how I could really heal myself naturally. Because there was no conversation prior to that on natural ways to heal. It was always birth control, metformin, spironolactone. And you know, I went from looking at each of my issues, like my acne, my hair loss, the weight that I had gained as a separate issue from looking at it from one point of view, thinking like hormones. Why I think your story is so interesting and why I really wanted to have you on the podcast is because you are so young and you were being prescribed birth control as a Band-Aid, as you said. And then you said metformin, which I you could maybe explain that more eloquently than I can. But that's that's gnarly to be prescribed that at a young age. And they tried to prescribe me that, too oh, like you have insulin resistance. Here's metformin. Yeah. And I, there was something about it. I was like, this doesn't like I, I didn't even take one. I was like, this just doesn't feel right to be on a medicine like that. Can you sort of talk to us about like the pharmaceutical side of all this? Yeah, well, honestly, I don't really know the details when it comes to I, I did my research on like metformin and spironolactone. And I actually went to pick up my prescription and other than the fact of it still being like a Band-Aid similar to birth control, I just knew it's not going to not going to do anything to heal your symptoms. So there was no point in me taking it. And I knew that I wanted to focus on a long-term solution. And like, this is the thing. I'm not anti-birth control. I'm not anti-medication. But for for me, I had to make the decision. Do I want to do I want to have actual long-term results that are maintainable? Or do I want to take this this avenue where I might feel better initially, 
but well, people long term it's just I, I mean I think it's super smart and intuitive that you think like that I mean a lot of people sometimes get frustrated with us because obviously we're not medical experts or doctors yeah but like, I'm not a doctor <laughs> yeah but I mean you know I think Lauren and I's approach is if you get to the point where that is the last resort and the last thing you possibly can do then of course there's like a place for medicine or treatment but so many people struggle so much with thinking about what what you do which is like okay like can I go back take a step back a little bit see if I can make some lifestyle changes or change some some of the ways in my environment or how I'm living or what I'm eating and see if that makes any improvements before I just jump into this like life altering medicine. Yeah, exactly. And I think I think it was more about that. I think it was realizing that I had other options because I don't think a lot of women know that they do. Especially I mean, when think you have somebody it. just saying like, you have to take this medicine. or you're, Yeah, you know. exactly. I mean, it's scary thinking that I went through seven different doctors to finally find one that was like, hey, let's take a deeper look into, into what you're going through, you know? So after I got diagnosed and kind of educated myself and looked into how to change my exercise and my nutrition and what were the full body treatments like lymphatic drainage and acupuncture and things like that, really started to feel confident. I didn't see changes right away. It was one of those things that you just have to be consistent. And that's the hardest thing in the beginning, especially with hormone imbalance, because losing hormonal weight gain is like so different from Tell losing, me about like, it. It's the, so different. Do you want to write a book on it? I can this is, this, again, Wait like, till you have a baby. Not to go oh down a God. rabbit hole here, but it's I said something the other nightmare. day. I was like, hey, just because you have a medical degree doesn't mean you're an expert. And somebody like wrote in like, oh yeah, of course they're an expert. They went to school. I'm like, well, just like any other field of work, not everybody can be great. There's a lot of people that are bad. And the fact that you went to seven doctors and it took seven of them to finally the last one be like, hey, you have this thing. Like, what were the other six doing? Like, yeah, what is exactly. It, what's the, I, I it mean, was people, just like birth control, essentially. Like, and, and, and I don't want to say that they made me feel crazy because I think that's a bit of a reach, but I didn't feel like I was being listened to. It was kind of just like, hey, they they registered the part of like, I'm not having periods. And like birth control was kind of the first thing that they that yeah. they jump to. It's like people getting a business degree and thinking that everybody's a good in business just because they have the degree. It's like, no, there's people, like, there's good and bad people. You have to be your own advocate. For sure. Are you looking for the most comfortable underwear? I got you covered. I showed you these on Instagram, but they are so comfortable. I wore them all postpartum with towns. And I've also been wearing them post-procedure. I got like a beauty procedure done, which I will talk more about, but I'm wearing them over my compression wear and they're so comfortable. They are by Tommy John. Tommy John has underwear, loungewear, and pajamas. I am a fan of the underwear and their loungewear, both incredible, like so comfortable stuff that you just like the second you get home, you want to put on. You can just let everything hang out if you know what I mean. So the one that I like, it's like a full butt underwear. It's literally so comfortable. They're the women's second skin brief and they're super simple. They're straight to the point. They hold things in, but most importantly, they're so, so like silky soft and they don't pull at you. And they don't like roll or bunch or pinch, which is very important. You can machine wash them cold. I have been very much about these underwear, like the whole entire postpartum, like I said. If you want to go on and shop their site, I would recommend checking out the loungewear and the underwear for holiday gifts. Everything is so soft. They literally guarantee like the best pair you'll ever wear or it's a free guarantee. And you can shop Tommy John's rapid up sale and get 30% off everything at tommyjohn.com slash skinny. Make sure you order now so your gifts arrive before the holidays. That's 30% off at tommyjohn.com slash skinny. tommyjohn.com slash skinny. See site for details. 
currently sipping on my AG1. That's right, you guys. 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, even superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens all in one scoop. I like to do a scoop in a little bit of water. I froth it up. I add more water and then ice with my straw on top. This is such an incredible thing to have it stack your morning with. So you got your water with lemon. Maybe you add some chlorophyll. Then maybe you put on your bossa nova. You got your incense, a candle. Your kids are taking their supplements. And then you have your AG1. And you get all your vitamins, your minerals, your probiotics in one scoop. It's such an incredible thing to implement into your morning routine. And I have an idea. If you are looking for a gift for the holidays, this is the gift. I feel like just order a bunch and send it to your family and friends. They can travel with it. They can implement it seamlessly into their morning routine. It's going to support your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, energy recovery, focus, and aging. And you can also help support their energy and recovery by sending it to them for the holidays. This is such a cute gift, in my opinion. And I feel like I'm even inspired to like put this in my dad's stocking. I mean, Michael's the one that got me hooked on this in the first place, and he has told all his friends about it. So maybe I'll even get some of my friends this gift. And of course, we have a code for you. So if you want to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with a daily nutrition, all you have to do is one scoop in water every day. No need for a thousand different pills, supplements to look out for your health. I know we talk about all different kinds of things on this podcast, but this is a way to just do a scoop in your water. You are good to go. To make it easy, AG1 is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and you get five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash skinny. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash skinny to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. I would love for you to talk about very specifically the things that you did to heal. And when you say lymphatic drainage acupuncture, like if someone's struggling with this, what are the things that you did like on a weekly basis? Give us like, give us some real takeaway. Yeah. So the first thing that I did that I feel like was really a step in the right direction was blood work, because I think so often people look everywhere for answers, but their own bodies. And I think there's- Lauren's going to hate that answer. She she can't (laughs) draw (laughs) blood work. I don't love blood work. I passed out. Sorry not to scare you more, but like they took so many vials of They blood. do take a lot when they do it. <laughs> yeah, but did yeah. you have to do it once? Or it was just once. Yeah, okay. just They once. take like what, like seven or eight vials, right? It's like mine was you know what? Pain. I'm about yeah. to pass out from this compression wear. So a little Are blood you? work maybe. It's well. training. <laughs> it's training. <laughs> yeah. It's training. Okay, so you did blood work. Yeah, blood work. And finding a good doctor that can actually, ex- like I felt like a preschooler in our sessions, but it was in the best way possible. He explained every single thing after we ran my blood work. That was step one. And then it was really focusing on nutrition. I don't think how many people realize how important it is for anybody struggling with hormonal imbalance um, to really focus on the the nutrition side of things. So for me, that was cutting back on gluten, refined sugar, dairy, and my food sensitivities. And you figure out what your food sensitivities are through a test. I know they have some at-home tests, but for me, the most accurate was like the MRT, food sensitivity test. And this is like very kind of personal, but I'm just getting to know here. Like what was, was your diet, like a regular diet? Were you vegetarian, vegan, She was meat, eating a but- lot of eggs. Yeah, so it's crazy because some of the, my top triggers were things like eggs, celery was up there, almonds. And so here I am. And even if you look at, there was a PCOS blog I was following at the time and they were saying like a handful of almonds is a great snack. Uh-huh. Yeah, maybe for one person. But for me, that was one of my foods that was causing a lot of inflammation. And here's the thing. It wasn't a food allergy. It was just a sensitivity. And the amazing thing about 
my journey is that now I've been able to add these foods back in over time, but it did take time. So, the blo- so you got the blood work? And so like, the okay. blood work, yeah. So the blood work was done. And then I thought, okay, I really feel confident because now I kind of have a sense of direction. And then it was the exercise. What changes can I make in my exercise that are going to still make me feel good and provide me with energy? But also I want to see results. You know, ultimately for me, exercise is, like I said, about feeling good, but nobody wants to put in the, the time and the effort and the work without really feeling better. So that was when I started doing those more low impact workouts and I still lift weights, but I don't really lift heavy weights. That just isn't something that works for me. So it's a lot of incline walking, hot yoga. I like 12, 3, 30 to be specific. I don't know if you do like the, the incline walk. And then help people what that is. <laughs> they don't know what that is. So Queen Lauren Geraldo, she's the one who coined it. And it's where you're walking on a treadmill at a 12 incline, 3.0 pace for 30 minutes. But I'm not somebody who can walk for 30 minutes straight. Like that's just too long for me. Inclines, like a, it's pretty hot. It's actually, you feel like you're hiking up yeah, a yeah, yeah. pretty big mountain. Yeah. So I kind of break it into sections. So this is the way I kind of changed my workouts. And that was only approaching it like 10 minutes at a time. So I focused on 10 minutes of cardio, 10 minutes of dumbbell exercises or body weight exercises, and then back to 10 minutes of cardio. And then it was so much easier for me to tackle 10 minutes at a time versus being like, oh, I've got a 40 minute workout I have to get done. You know, but I think learning what made my body feel best and when I really started to see results by making those changes, that's what kept me motivated. So that was like step two. So it was nutrition and then changing my exercise. When did you decide that you were going to like do a journey on TikTok and, and, and actually put yourself out there? Is it after you had felt better and lost the weight and everything or did you do it during Because I haven't followed you from the beginning. I followed you when I got on TikTok. So talk to me about that when you decided to put yourself out there. Yeah. So it was really after I had started to feel like I learned how to manage my symptoms. And I was pretty nervous at first because I thought, oh, like, I don't know if there's any. Because at the time, you know, when I was first diagnosed, I'd never even heard of PCOS. So I just thought, "Uh, how many women are going to be able to relate to this? Is there anybody else going through this? And I received like a ton of questions, a ton of feedback and a ton of women that I heard were going through the same thing. And honestly, it was just that one comment that was like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad you're spreading awareness about this. I'm going through the same thing. I would love to know more about your story. And I just thought, oh, I have to, I have to share more about this. I need to talk more about my journey and what I've been through in hopes of just helping more people kind of going through the same thing. How do you deal with the haters on TikTok? Because it's, it's, it's as much as there's amazing people on there, it's very, you have to have a thick skin. You really do. Yeah. It's funny because I just got tagged in a video yesterday of someone critiquing. I, I posted a video of me eating a cinnamon roll. Okay. And it's so funny because on my page, I always preach just like food freedom. And like now that I've healed, honestly, the best part of my healing journey is that now I get to eat these foods again in moderation that honestly would have made me sick to my stomach in the past. And had I not had food sensitivities, I would have kept eating those foods. But yeah, she said, you know, this this girl, I'm not going to say her name. And this is when I got started getting tagged in the comments and she confirmed that it was about me. She said, you know, she's promoting fear of food. She's eating the cinnamon roll. Like there's no way she'd be eating a cinnamon roll if she was actually going through health issues. And she's like completely missed the plot because literally the next video that I posted after that was like, listen, I know there's going to be people on TikTok that create these fear-based lists of food, 10 foods I never eat, stay away from this, stay away from that. And I get to an extent, like you have to fuel your body with good things, but like, come on, like, where's the joy in like living? You have to be able to enjoy the foods that bring you joy, you know? So for me, sometimes that's cinnamon roll, sometimes it's ice cream, sometimes it's cookies. 
didn't eat that for two years just because I couldn't, you know, you know but the, the wild thing about TikTok is that I feel like because of the way that algorithm set up and the way videos can go viral, like people can land on one of your videos with absolutely no context <laughs> exactly. of who you are, right? Like they get, like I see sometimes that goes out with us and like, I'm not really creating on there, but you could just tell the people that are chiming, like they just have no context of the, like of anything about you. They just saw one video that's completely again, out of context and it might sound wild and like, oh, and then they like just go in. It's weird. It's not, it's not like that on other platforms. I also think there's a problem though in general with people taking five seconds of an hour, like with us, they'll take five seconds of an hour podcast and make an assumption and an opinion off five seconds. Completely. If you're going to critique something, go right ahead, but listen to the full. It's like literally looking at a book, opening one page, reading it and just, and just judging the whole book based off one page. Yeah, it's honestly, it's it's so sad and it's it's really tough for me because mine's so personal. You know, I'm yeah. the only thing I try to do within my within my content is, you know, spread positivity through exercise and nutrition. And, you know, when somebody pulls something and they're like, you know, she's not promote she she's promoting fear of food. I'm like, by eating a cinnamon roll to make that make sense. It does. You know, make but sense. if the people in my comments that were, I can't believe you're eating that, oh my gosh, like I'm so shocked you're eating a cinnamon roll. It's ridiculous. You have to be thankful for those kind of people, though, because they really actually drive up the engagement and increase the views the most. Like the people that hate the most are the ones that tune in the most. I see. Listen, you motherfuckers. I see you out there tuning in my story. You're the first first ones that tune in. Like You know first what else? It's like, I feel yeah. like the person that's critiquing you about the cinnamon roll is listening right now. I mean, yeah. They're in there punching the air right now. They're like, God, he caught us. He called it out. We are listening. We are watching. I know you're out there. Okay, you're very serious about your wellness routines and beauty routines like yes. I am. What are some wellness things that have really worked for you and you think are ones that you're not going to like throw out? Because you know, sometimes you try something. Yeah, and you're like, eh, yeah. So if we're focusing on morning routine, I will always wake up and do my oral care first thing. Brush my teeth, tongue scrape. I love tongue scraping. That's something I implemented I, the past few years. Tongue scraping needs a better PR agent. Tongue scraping is so important. If you're not, if you're out there and you're listening, you, know you what, need a tongue scraper. You know what's wild is when I think about, I mean, how many years ago did we learn, do that Ayurvedic episode? Now we could date ourselves. A long time ago, but you and didn't we tongue never scrape. Knew before that. You didn't, I knew. I've no, been tongue know. scraping since 1999, <laughs> no, bitch. you didn't know until we had that I have been tongue episode. scraping for so long. I bet, pull the, I bet it's you since 2017 no, 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 no. when we had the episode. Wrong. I will been, say, anytime she posts the flat lay traveling, I always see that tongue scraper. Wrong. He's wrong. Well, I've now, but I, I think it's from that. The, <laughs> I gave him into my, I gave him to stocking stuffers, to all my family. Lauren, I known you since you were 12 years old. You, I've been tongue I never scraping. Saw, okay. In high school. <laughs> You're the, just pissed off because you weren't tongue scraping. Someone pulled the record. Okay, hey, let me get tell you, you a tongue scraper. If someone no, now, is not I, tongue now, scraping, now I'm a big tongue scraper. But you know what else? You have to tongue scrape with like a copper or metal one, Coppers. not the plastic one. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, I tongue scraped since 2017 when I learned about it. And I think Lauren did the same. I think Thank she's God. just lying about it. I think she's acting like she's if been If you here. want your breath to change, tongue scrape. Go on. It's also good for your digestive health as well with your digestive enzymes. I have a confession to make too. Whenever I meet new people, I look at their tongue and I judge their tongue. No, I go. And you I, are, can tell a lot about a person by their yeah, tongue. Yeah, I look at. I I, li- I wait till the tongue what flops out of the mouth. What was your tongue before you met me? <laughs> no, but your I wait. tongue was disgusting. You had shit on there since you were born. <laughs> Listen, just know if I meet you, I'm not. I'm not looking. I'm looking at the tongue though. I'm. I'm waiting right. till it flops well, out and you I'm shouldn't judging. Shouldn't be that. It's not the boobs. It's not the butt. It's the no, tongue. I go it's the right, tongue. I go Nothing the to worry tongue. about. I go right in on the tongue. I go, what's going on in there? Go ahead. It's true. So I love tongue scraping. Oil pulling is something that I love, but I don't always have time for it in the morning. Usually oil pull from anywhere from 15 to 20 minutes. So this is like a multitasking situation. And you use coconut oil. Coconut oil. You just swish it around in your mouth. You swish it around. And some people, if you're a texture person, you might not like it. 
I I know what you're talking about, the texture, but it is such a great thing to implement if you can just be quiet. Exactly. For 15 minutes. It's yeah. actually a great way not to talk when you annoy me in the morning. It's kind of like mouth some... taping. You know, it's like, mm. yeah, it's quiet time. When my mouth tastes <laughs> fun, he can't speak to me. So you oil pull with coconut oil if you yes. have time. If I have time. Okay. Yeah. And what does that do for people that don't know? Coconut oil is antibacterial, antifungal. So it just has a lot of great properties for healing properties for your oral health, but also your digestive health as well. And it's one of those things, like I said, I don't always have time for it, but my tongue scraping like is my non-negotiable for sure. And then other than that, in my morning routine, I have to do my lymphatic drainage facial. Like that is a must have. And that's just where I kind of open my lymph nodes. Gently, should we do it together? Yeah. You tap and open your lymph nodes. Can you do it right now, Lauren? <laughs> yeah, I can do it. Ski mask thing. Yeah. And you just gently press like above your collarbone. Yeah, she you does this on TikTok. In front of your ear. And her voice is like so, it's her voice is like I'm five kind of to I might go to bed. Yeah. I take a little It actually break does make you really sleepy. But the great thing about that is because I did, I struggled with so much inflammation. And this is a question I get a lot on my TikTok. It's like, wasn't that just fat? And I'm like, okay, obviously I was 30 pounds heavier there. But there is a difference between inflammation and weight gain. And for me, like I could literally like touch my cheeks, touch my arm, touch my legs. And I felt like I was going to pop. That's how I feel right now. Like it's of, not a good feeling. Of air sculpt that I just got, I feel inflamed. You feel inflamed after. I'm so excited it's to hear like about that. It's like water. It feels like water. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. And it also, after you have a baby, I know exactly what you're talking about. You like touch your skin and it's yes. not like fat. It's like, it feels different. It's inflammation. Yeah. It's inflammation. Michael, Thank don't you. speak. Michael's <laughs> never had inflammation in his entire life. Yeah, but the I understand thing- what causes it. Okay, the only thing that's inflamed. A lot of people could cut inflammation down by just cutting alcohol. Alcohol is running on inflaming everybody. Did you cut alcohol? They got to increase their omegas. I did cut alcohol. You cut alcohol. Yeah. Do you drink now? I'll have a drink from time to time, maybe like once every three months. So it's very rare. And it's like a glass of wine. So you cut it because it was keeping you inflamed. Yeah, that's one of the things that was. Yeah. yeah. And inflammation yeah. causes cancer. I, and, and, a lot, and a few other things. Like I just noticed that my anxiety when I drink alcohol is like through the roof sleep it affects my sleep cycle a lot so there were a lot of reasons i cut that out but anyways for lymphatic drainage that's another must-have wellness i love doing legs at the wall meditation that's another great one for me for inflammation in my legs as well and then what meditation do you do you know i'm gonna ask you so i'm not great at meditating this is the thing like my idea of meditation is just focusing on my breath and that's it because i think breathing is something like when we pop out of the womb it's like something we do from day one i feel like as we get older we literally forget how to breathe like you go all day without taking one deep belly breath. So for me, when I'm doing that, it's just like I'm just focusing on breath. But in terms of like actual meditation, I've tried Headspace. I do like um, Mimi's Superhuman app, but I'm just not great at meditating yet. So that's something I'm going to prioritize next year. But my form right now is just deep breathing. And that's about it. I just manipulated Michael into joining. No, I'm practicing. I'm, I'm in the same boat as you. I'm not that good yeah. at it yet, but I'm, I'm working on it. It's a, it's just, it's so in line with what you're about. What I'm hearing from you, I keep hearing from you is it's like little tweaks along the way. Yeah. You didn't overwhelm yourself. I really like that about your approach, but meditation's the same way. It's the little, I started with five minutes, then I went to nine, then I went to 10. And by, before you know it, you're at like a huge amount and you can't even believe it. And like you crave it. Yeah. So I think that it approach meditation exactly how you approach everything with your wellness. Yeah. And I think like you maybe you can relate to this too. I'm like, what should I be thinking about? What should I not be thinking about? Like, that's the thing with meditation. I'm like, I feel like I need someone to kind of guide me through this, which I know Headspace is kind of what that's what that is for. But I don't know when it comes to meditation, I just feel like I need a little extra help. (laughs) Megan, listen, I just met you, but maybe where you and I are more similar than my wife is like you probably run anxious, right? Yeah, I do. So like I run anxious. Lauren doesn't so much. 
today, like you seem pretty calm. Like what was it that kind of calmed you down a bit? Because you sound like you were completely stressed out. I think like breath work is so important to me. Like if I can take a deep belly breath, hold it for four seconds, release, I'm good. Magnesium is something else I love to take whenever I'm feeling anxious. Um, Getting rid of the job. I think getting rid of the job at 3 a.m. That is so stressful. I I mean, I worked one night as a bottle service girl and I was like, this isn't for me. I mean, they work until two in the morning. Oh, yeah. I mean, thinking about about the changes I've went through now to feel a little bit more calm. Was there like Um, a trigger though of something that stressed you out more than everything else? Or was just like the overall lifestyle? Or was there like a a thing like like for example like some people get super stressed about finances or some people are stressed about like they're rel- like was it something or was it just like a cu- culmination of a bunch of things no i think it was honestly i think some of it was self-induced because i think for me i'm someone who's always been pretty in tune with my body and had control of my health so i think the fact that i didn't have control of this was really stressing me out and it started to kind of bleed into every area of my life so i stopped being a social i stopped wearing makeup i stopped like dressing myself how I normally would and took a toll on my confidence. Like at the time I was actually signed with a modeling agency in LA as well. And I'll never forget. I had this, at this point I'd only put on about like 15 pounds. So I wasn't really at the point where I felt like my symptoms had completely taken over yet, but I went to a casting call and I was on the phone with my agent. I just said, look, I really don't want to go. Like, I don't feel good. My body's changing. And I showed up and he looked at my comp card and he was like, yeah, you can go. And it was just like, oh my God, like there was no worse feeling. And not to make it all about like the, the, the visual. casting director. Yeah. yeah, yeah, okay. Not, no, not, not my. Not your agent. Not yeah, my yeah. agent. Okay. Yeah, yeah, like, the casting. Like, no, 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 yeah. But yeah, it was one of those moments where I'm like, oh my gosh. And not to make it about the physical like aspect of it, but I just like, I felt so ill. And I think that was adding to a lot of the anxiety. Yeah, I'm like, there's no answers. It. And I wasn't surrounded by my family in LA. And I think that had a lot to do with it too. I'm so close with my family and not having their like full on support and presence all the time. Well, not LA to shit on LA. It's a tough city. It's it a really tough city is. because it's a tough city. I feel like, and uh, I mean, I feel like I could say this because I lived there for so long and kind of grew up in those parts, but until you can like peel the layers back of a place like that, which takes a lot of time and a lot of energy because it's a difficult city to break into. It's, it's a, for, for a period of time, it's a very surface city. It the really people is. you meet are surface. Yeah. The relationships you get into are surface. The places you go are surface. Like, until you really get your footing in LA and like have your people and know which oh, this is the this is the critique that people like the people that are still like Los Angelinos like oh well you don't know LA it's of course because to break in and get into that city is very difficult if you come from the outside and that's me saying that as somebody that's like been there and, and had a lot of ins there it's just what I don't like about it is it's not an inviting city in a lot of ways. Does no, I, I completely agree. It yeah. has an elitist energy. It really does. And I'm not, yeah. I listen, there's a lot of amazing things about it, but it's not the most welcoming. When you first get there and you don't know what you're doing, you're doing a lot of surface things with a lot of surface people. That, right. I, there's so many things I love about it, but it is like to raise my kids there. I was like, eh, we'll come here a lot. We have to go there a lot all the time, yeah. but I don't want to raise kids here. Yeah. I think for me now, I look at it as a place that's always going to be, have a special place in my heart and I'm going to love to visit there, but like I will never live there again. It's just not for me. You like know? It, it counter to that. If you go to a place like New York, I feel like it just has more depth and more soul in a way. Yeah, I could see that. Right. Like it's yeah. not like, of course there's surface in every area, but like you, you, that's why they say like these New Yorkers, they have these big personalities. So you have to, like, you, like there's so many people, so many things are only, like you have to have a personality that has to be more than just like surface stuff. And I'm for not, sure. you know, I'm just comparing the two big cities. I'll get shit for that. All right. Do you want plump skin, beautiful thick hair, and thick nails? 
while promoting skin elasticity and firmness? Well, let me tell you about Live Conscious Beyond Collagen. This is a secret ingredient for bringing out the full radiance of all these things. I have learned the importance of collagen through this podcast. I've had many people come on and talk about it. If you are looking for a collagen, it's naturally sourced from grass-fed bovine, wild-caught fish, chicken, and eggshell sources to make a collagen cocktail that's going to benefit the whole body. The way that I would do it is I would do a scoop of Beyond Collagen in water, but a lot of people add it to their coffee. You could even add it to your smoothie if you want. This is a great way to like sex up the smoothie. So basically, this collagen is incredible because it's five different types of collagen and it also has 20 amino acids in it which we just did a podcast on amino acids and the importance of them this one also is supercharged with vitamin c which helps your body produce more collagen and biotin which is going to enhance the hair and nail growth so most people don't realize that our bodies produce one percent less collagen every year starting around the age of like 25 so when we have less collagen we develop wrinkles and fine lines So what you can do is you can replace this collagen. Coupling clinical science with ancient wisdom, Live Conscious is on a mission to help people feel more connected to themselves, one another, and the earth. Live Conscious proudly partners with Eden Reforestation Products to plant one tree for every purchase. And with your help, they're on track to plant 1 million trees by the end of the year. That is incredible. Okay, for a limited time, get your next purchase of Beyond Collagen with an exclusive 15% off for Skinny Confidential, him and her listeners only. You're going to go to weliveconscious.com slash skinny or use promo code skinny anywhere on the site. Again, that's weliveconscious.com slash skinny for an extra 15% off. That's on top of their standard savings, valid for Beyond Collagen, as well as their entire line of 23 unique offerings designed to balance your mind, body, and spirit. All right, when I moved to Austin, I upgraded my cookware. I found out that I was cooking my eggs on basically toxic cookware. There was like all these materials in it that is like PFSA, PTFE, PFOA, all these like hard to pronounce chemicals. I looked into it and it was wild. So enter Caraway Kitchen. Okay, they have non-toxic cookware. This is the gift. Like I want this gift. I want to give this gift. This is absolutely incredible. If you want to ditch the chemicals with your cookware, this is the brand. I got the ones, like the whole set that's like a cream. It's absolutely beautiful. It matches with my aesthetic. And every single time I cook something now for my kids or for me, Zaza loves eggs, I don't have to worry. There's none of those nasty chemicals. And it also has like a ceramic sleek surface, which means you don't have to use a lot of oil or butter. So you get that like slide off effect. You know, when you make like a sunny side up egg and it slides off, that's that's this cookware. It's legit. There are 30,000 people that have raved about Caraway Kitchen and now it's time for you guys to try it. We have a code for you. They have food storage, tea kettle, and mini cookware. You can go on there and you don't have to worry about any of the chemicals. You're going to visit carawayhome.com to take advantage of their cyber season event and you score up to 20% off your next purchase for all non-toxic kitchenware. You should know this deal won't last long, so visit Caraway Home to shop all their incredible products, you get 20% off this holiday season. That's carawayhome.com. Dreamland Baby Co. is going to change the game for you. All right. Gently weighted sleep sacks and swaddles is such a move if you're a new mom. I cannot tell you how much this sleep sack has helped me. My son associates it with sleep. 
So when I put it on him, he knows it's time to go to sleep. It helps him feel calm and stay asleep longer. And I know this because like I use a weighted blanket. So the fact that they invented gently weighted sleep sacks is actually genius. This was created by a mom whose baby was waking up like every hour and she just couldn't handle it. So she created these gently weighted sleep sacks. What they do is it's the only sleep sack with even weight distribution. And this happens from your baby's shoulders to the toes to help your baby feel calm, fall asleep faster and stay asleep longer which we all need. And of course, you guys, I looked into this. It's doctor and sleep expert approved. And I actually even asked my night nurse who recommended this. She's a nurse and she was the one that was like, oh my God, this is absolutely amazing. I got Towns one in nude and green. It's like an olive green. And I cannot tell you how much this helps. I turn on like a cackling fireplace, white noise machine. He has a shusher, shusher, whatever it's called. And then I put him in the sleep sack. I literally put his humidifier on. I dim the lights. It's absolute heaven. You can now use code skinny at checkout for 20% off all Dreamland Baby Co. items. And we have an exclusive deal right now for all Skinny Confidential, him and her listeners. You can check out my personal landing page linked within our show notes. Check out my Dreamland Baby Co. page at dreamlandbabyco.com slash pages slash skinny. You live in Indiana now. Mm -hmm. You live with your boyfriend or alone? With my boyfriend. And had, did you meet your boyfriend after all this or before? It was actually like, it was right in the middle of it, I would say. Yeah. And was he supportive? He was so supportive. Yeah. He's got a pretty unpredictable job as well. He's got a crazy schedule. He's from the UK and he really has the same like values as me. And so when it came to nutrition, I mean, he's got to stay in great shape for his job as well. So it was kind of one of those what's things. This guy, what's, his, what's this guy deal with you? He's an indie car driver. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Wasn't expecting an that either. Indie car driver. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Tell me about that. It's, what does that mean for someone? Yeah. I'm, I'm ignorant to what exactly that means. I mean, I know it's like race car driving, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's race car driving. He's got around like 17 to 18 races a year. And basically they just... You leave for a racetrack on a Thursday, you're there till a Sunday, and you will, I mean, you just races against all the other IndyCar drivers. Yeah. I am such a bad driver. How <laughs> does he learn to do that? Is He's, he not scared? I mean, I ask him that all the time. It's so funny because like, I don't really like, I wouldn't say I'm an adrenaline junkie, but like I went through skydiving training. I've jumped out of a plane like 12 times by myself. So it's one of those things where... We both kind of like matched on that. But yeah, he's been doing it since he was like basically born. So it was one of those things that he's known he's always wanted to do. How long is a race? It can vary because like certain races are like a different number of laps, if that makes sense. And then certain courses, you have like your road courses and then you have like your ovals. You have to post this on your TikTok <laughs> once. So do you I'm travel like, with it's him? It's so funny because like there's so much to learn about racing. And this is what I've said because I have two brothers that have both played like basketball and football. And there's so many more variables like in racing than there are in those sports. Like if you think about basketball or football, you can pick up a ball and go practice anytime. But with like IndyCar, there's hardly any practices. And like the I, the teamwork that goes into it and the variables, like all the pieces, like all the pieces of the puzzle that have to fit in order to have a good result. It's like everything has to be perfect in order to win the race. I would never... If you and I weren't dating, I don't think I would date someone that's an athlete. But I could get behind an indie car driver. Is that an athlete? Oh shit! Yeah. I, I, got, I better start learning how to drive. I can't be left. <laughs> You're an indie yeah. car driver. Is like, it, it feels like it's like not. It's not in the athlete category. It's really. It's not in the same category. And I would say it's a. I might get trouble for saying this. It's a different breed of men. I feel like. Uh huh. That's kind of what it's, <laughs> it's giving. What that. It, yeah, maybe. But no. Okay. That's I. 
Michael thinks he's a good driver. Not every every athlete has like that mentality, but I have met several who aren't always loyal. Oh, you're talking about cheating. We've heard all different kinds. Athletes have that reputation. Well, yeah, we can say that. Like it's giving Tristan Thompson. Like you know what I mean. (laughs) But 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 the race car driver is a little. It feels like a different arena. Literally, literally and figuratively. Don't they drive in an arena? I don't know. Lauren, I don't think this is your area of expertise. <laughs> Michael's a good driver. Maybe you could take that up. That's kind of hot. He can give. Listen, you a few if this lessons. doesn't work out for for you and me, if this maybe I'll go there. Let me get <laughs> okay. this. Let me get this guy's number. And okay. We'll exchange. Okay, so I would love for you to leave our audience with some of Gracie's best beauty products and finds. Like you, I feel like are so on the polls when it comes to beauty. Our audience loves beauty. What are some things that you're you just can't shut the fuck up about? When it comes to beauty, I mean, I have to be honest. Like I use your hot mess ice roller every single morning. You're so sweet. I see you using it and I get so happy. I always send it to my team. I use it all the time. I'm so happy you like it. I love the face oil as well. I think for me, like a good, a good sunscreen, a good vitamin C, which actually I heard Dr. Dennis Gross on here as well, talking about the importance of like the lactic acid with the vitamin C, right? Was it the lactic acid? Yeah, totally. Um, Dr. Dennis is the best. Yeah, a good, a good vitamin C. And I think this isn't necessarily a beauty product, but I think learning about your hormones and cycle syncing is like another great like beauty hack, like living in harmony with your, with your cycle. Oh, that's so much work to keep track of. Can you, first of all, this is a selfish thing. I want her to know her cycle because we've popped out two kids or she's popped out two kids. I contribute a little bit. And I'd like to know what's going on. Do you have an app that you use? Yeah, there's a few apps. So there's there's one called 28. There's one called Natural Cycles. There's Flow. There's Clue. And actually the Aura Ring, which I'm wearing right now, they just came out with a new feature. It's like their period prediction feature that tracks your temperature at night and can kind of help predict your cycle. You better be careful because there's a time when your temperature changes where you can get that's pregnant. Yeah, that's when you're the most fertile. Well, this so that's is what the I'm whole saying. Point so you we're trying, so trying let me get this straight. You don't here. have to speak from your own, your own like experience. Yeah. But you don't have to wear a condom on certain days because you've tracked your cycle, correct? Yeah, well, essentially, it's just about like there's there's times where you're more fertile than others, right? So it's just about knowing when that time period Lord, is. This mentality you have, where this is why we're going to end up with another <laughs> kid because you're like, oh, you don't have to wear a condom. We were good. It's like, it's not guaranteed. No, I've heard about natural cycles. I heard it's amazing. Yeah, but don't you think you should know this a little bit? Yeah, so that- I'm asking Gracie. I'm asking Yeah, her. so I would say my biggest beauty hack is like learning more about your hormones. So you have four phases, right? So you have your your menstrual, your follicular, your ovulatory, and your luteal. Okay. And I like to categorize each phase with a season. And this is when I first started kind of like learning about this, right? So your menstrual phase is your inner winter. Your follicular is your inner spring. Your ovulatory is your inner summer. And your luteal is your inner, inner fall. And this is within a month. And this is within a month. Okay. Right? Because when some people when some people think about their cycle, they think like, oh, just like menstruation, you know. But there's I like how you call the the cycle. It's like the metro. That's like the winter. That's like then it's the dark. Yeah. Well, you you think about so if you think about these seasons and like what you may need during these seasons. So like personally, I can run through this quick. Yes. No. Please, Um, please go off on this. Yeah. So personally, like when I think about my inner winter, I need a lot of me time. I need. I'm indulging in self care. I don't want to be around people. I have to be honest. Like this is the time where I really just need that time to myself. I don't make any big decisions during this time period. And yeah, I'm kind of just like reflecting. Maybe I'm journaling during this time. And then during my follicular phase, I start to feel a little bit more creative, a little bit more social. And then during my ovulatory phase, this is when I feel my sexiest. Like I'm like, oh, like I'm feeling myself. It's also when you're the most fertile. So 
maybe we need to create like an app where like you can like have a post on your head like my, you might be getting I lucky think this tonight is you're not getting lucky tonight like don't mess with me you know honestly um, I swear to, like if I knew she was super fertile like I would just stay away because we, we gotta we gotta slow down for a second it's hilarious wait do I need an aura ring too to do all this you don't need an aura ring to do this so like if you start tracking your cycle in each so each phase has a different like number of days right so for your menstrual phase it can be anywhere from three to seven days okay your follicular is anywhere from like seven to 10. Your ovulatory is anywhere from three to four and your luteal is like 10 to 14. Oh my God, this is so much work. It, but it, I know it seems like a lot up front, but like once you kind of get in the rhythm of it, like it totally changes the way for me, at least like through my lifestyle, through my nutrition, through just like overall wellness, I've been able to like really feel in tune with my body. Okay. You know, and then you have that last phase, which I didn't get to, which is your luteal. And that's when I just like, I'm balancing, I'm really just taking up time to wrap up like any creative projects I started on my follicular phase and I'm like prepping myself for my menstrual phase. So there's four phases a month and then you add on that I'm a Gemini. So there's actually six. So you get six different phases you throughout the month. Yeah, but here's the thing. Two times four? Is eight? Right? Right here's right there? the thing. If I know that I know it's a lot, but when I first started doing this, focus on two. So like for me, it was the menstrual and the luteal because you really want to make sure you're priming your body during your luteal phase for your menstrual cycle, right? So it's like, what can you eat during that phase? What exercises should you be doing so that your menstrual phase is a little bit less painful? This is Gracie. why myself as a man and all other men should never, ever believe that they fully understand women. No. Because it's, it's impossible well, for us. Well, women's bodies, so you guys have circadian rhythm, but we have circadian and infradian. No, and I know. Infradian is kind of... I'm not, I'm yeah. meaning this as a compliment. I think some of these guys like try to sit, like figure out when I'm like, listen, just go with the flow. Don't try to figure it out. Just, right. Right? It's Two impossible. Words. Yes, dear. You know what you should do? You should make like a digital worksheet or something digital where people can understand this in an easier way. Yeah. There's a book I can recommend that kind of dives into it. Please it's called do. In the Flow by Alyssa Vitti. In the Flow. In the Flow. And she talks about all of it. But aside from like the skincare and things, I would say my number one beauty hack for like really feeling in tune with your body would be kind of learning about cycle syncing. And it's not something you have to live by. And it's one of those things that like, you know, once once you start to learn more about it, if it works for you, great. If you don't notice a difference, then, you know, kind of keep doing what works for you. But do you like the aura ring? I do like the aura ring. Okay. I will say I've only been wearing it now for this is my second month. And I feel like I need more data before I can give you like a full opinion. You what I will say is like if you're big on sleep and recovery, I think it's great. When it comes to recording my heart rate for my workouts, I don't think it's the most accurate yet. And maybe it just needs more time to like get to know my body. Sleep data is great. And then I think the period prediction feature is really interesting. And it works. You know, Lauren, they we used to wear it when they first came out the company a long time ago, but they, they've like changed them a bunch and added way more stuff, right? Like it's Yeah, it's, they, they add new features all the time. I feel like every other week I'm getting an email that's like, new feature, new feature. Maybe so. try it again. I had my whoop and then you hit it because you didn't like the way it looked on my wrist and now I can't I gotta track say, I sleep. had a whoop too and it only lasted about two weeks. I couldn't. I loved it, but Lauren didn't like the way it looked on my wrist and I know I'm convinced you hid it in the house somewhere and it's or you threw it away or something, but I love that product. Gracie, we are doing a live stream. It is called In Your Routine Era. It's with you and I next Tuesday, December 13th at 7 p.m. And we're talking about our routines. We're like in conversation about our routines. Yeah. I'm so excited. You guys have to go listen. You also have to follow Gracie. I really like to see a creator that is doing so many different things. You're beautiful. You're smart, but you're also providing so much value. It's not every day you see that. 
And I am a huge fan of your content. Thank you for using the ice roller. I see you using it all the time. I love it. Where can everyone find you, your platforms, pimp yourself out? Yeah. So I'm on Instagram and TikTok at Gracie underscore Norton. I'm currently getting my certification to be a holistic nutritionist. So that's exciting. And I have an ebook coming out January 2nd that's going to have all of the meals and snacks and desserts that I ate while I was healing and that I still eat right now. So I will be making your snacks. I'm still in my, I'm in my postpartum phase right now. So I will be making your snacks, especially I've got so much going on right now. I need to get the inflammation down. So I'll be having them. Thank you for coming on. You guys, I am going to give away an ice roller because it's Gracie's favorite. All you have to do is follow at Gracie Norton on Instagram. Yeah. And right. we can give away, we can give away a few ebooks too when it comes out. Why don't we do that? Let's give away some ebooks yeah. too. So follow, it's at Gracie Norton. At Gracie underscore Norton. At Gracie underscore Norton. And yeah. then tell us your favorite part of this episode on my Instagram. And what I'm thinking is I think Gracie should come back on, but we should kick Michael off so we can make a whole <laughs> Episode. We we have so much. We have not products. even scratched the surface right. yet. No, I want to talk about like specific products. Yes. So next yeah. time you're in Austin, we can come back come on. Come co-host the show. Give me a I break. Would, yeah, yeah, I'll do that for you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank you so much for Thank coming you so on. Much. You're amazing. Thank you. And I just want to say one more thing for people listening because yes. I know it sounds like a lot. But if you are making these changes, it's so important to look at them as a blessing instead of a burden. Because I think when you're looking at wellness and especially like some of the things I haven't really fully dived into yet. It can seem like a lot. Like you said, oh my gosh, that's so much because it it really is in the beginning, but you gain so much. And like when you start feeling the difference, it's all worth it. So one thing that you do that really resonated for me that I feel like I do too is people are always like, how do you have the time? When you start to habit stack things, it's not overwhelming. So like when you're scraping your tongue and then your oil pulling and you're putting your legs up on the wall while you're, you know, you're doing things that are stacked, your brain just gets used to it. Right. Yeah. And so it's not that overwhelming when you start doing, looking at it like that. I think where people get overwhelmed is they're like, I can't do 600 things in one day. Exactly. But you can compartmentalize it as like one thing. Like you said, oral care, which is yes. interesting. It's like the whole thing at once. Right, exactly. So you know to try I mean? to look at those things as, you know, you're not having to make sacrifices, but you're gaining so much. And then once you can have it stack and get in the flow of it, it becomes so much easier. And just like a hot tip, if you want your husband to shut the fuck up in the morning, I'm going to throw some coconut oil in your mouth. That is a great <laughs> tip. Go. I'm, I'm going to literally order it on Amazon after yeah, this. Yeah, we can add it to the tongue strip routine that we started in 2017. That I've been doing since I was 12. Uh-huh, yeah. Thank you for coming on. Everyone thank go get a so tongue scraper me. right now. A tongue scraper. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Do you want to win this incredible giveaway with Gracie Norton? All you have to do is tell us your favorite takeaway from this episode on my latest Instagram at Lauren Bostick. Make sure you've rated and reviewed the podcast and come hang out with us. You guys, we are hanging out this Tuesday. That's tomorrow at 7 PM CT. We're doing a live stream. It's free 45 minutes. You can sign up if you go to at the skinny confidential and click the link in bio it's called in your routine era with lauren bostick and gracie norton i hope you guys love this episode she'll be back soon all right clean clinical skincare that is equally effective against acne and aging that is right we had the founders of clearstem on our podcast and they told us about acne products and how they dry and damage the skin which causes premature aging but then they said anti-aging products keep breaking everyone out because there's so much shit and fillers in them so they basically went on a mission to create a non-toxic line that targets acne and wrinkles simultaneously so one of the founders is like 
the acne guru in San Diego. She owns an acne clinic and the other one is a nutritionist. Together, they created these incredible formulas. I am a big fan of the sunscreen brush. It's a mineral sunscreen brush. And why I like it is because when I like do my makeup, don't want to apply wet sunscreen on top of my fresh glam. So what I do is I take the mineral sunscreen brush to reapply my sunscreen midday. And what I like about this is yes, it protects my skin. It also has no pore clogging ingredients, which is amazing. But most importantly, there's no hormone disruptors. And it also like if I'm like sweating or like I'm a little like shiny, it gives me a little powder. So it's like has a little tint to it, which I like. But if you're just someone who struggles with acne and you want to find products that are non-toxic and not disrupting your hormones, I would definitely check out ClearStem. They have so many incredible products. Everything is formulated to be anti-aging and anti-acne at the same time. I think it's really cool too that the people that created it are actual practitioners and they really are sticklers for ingredients. Anti-aging, anti-acne, and non-toxic. You can find everything at ClearStem. They give you a code. It's code skin two. You get 20% off your first purchase at clearstemskincare.com. Again, the mineral sunscreen brush, absolutely amazing. And definitely check out their products if you're prone to acne.